Hey, I'm Rob. I'm Katie. And thanks for coming back to Chillin' with Rob and Katie. Today on the show, we have a very special guest all the way from Minnesota. Our very awesome spiritual friend, Bye. Yeah. Bye. Hi, thank you for having me on the show. Hey, welcome. Um, yes. Yeah, <laughs> so I've been doing, <laughs> um, so I've been doing spiritual readings about the hero for a little bit over a year. Nice. And I'm just really excited to kind of talk all about it. Sweet. Yeah, so I'm kind of a dummy with this stuff. So start at the beginning. How did you get wrapped up in this? Oh, uh, there's a spiritual awakening that everyone who is on their spiritual journey that goes through this what we call the dark night of the soul journey. Pretty much you get there when you kind of hit rock bottom, when you're in the darkest place you've ever been and you realize there's no way out besides going back up. So you pretty much take this journey through this dark night and bam, you get to the other side. And honestly, when I was on the other side, it was like seeing colors I never knew exist. And from there on, like, I just knew I couldn't go back pretty much. It's it's like the Matrix. Wow. Oh, it sounds like a really powerful experience you had. It is. It really is. Um, I, I've never felt so happy and so at peace with myself and with everything around me. Everything made a lot of sense, and my life felt like it was falling into perfectly in place. Nice. And... It was just really amazing. I, you know, I'm just so happy I got experience it. Yeah. I'm hoping you guys do too. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm sorry it had to get so dark before it got so bright. But I mean, you seem so like happy and light, and you're so like cheery. Yeah, it's very true because you really have to lose yourself to find yourself, and that's what I seriously did. And it, it was, it was completely. I, I, I never in my life would I ever think I would be where I am. I mean, I was raised Catholic, so, you know, that's all I <laughs> kind of knew. So, you know, I grew up in a really big family. I have nine other siblings, and they're all, like, you know, really religious, too. So I was the only one who actually stepped outside of the bubble. Oh. So it was, it was kind of challenging for me to tell my family because I was kind of nervous that they would judge me or think I'm crazy because <laughs> not gonna lie, it's one of those symptoms that every spiritual person goes on where you just sound really crazy. Mm. <laughs> but so, you know, I, I, I really want to tell them about my journey and what I've been experiencing. And, you know, I was really happy that they accepted me the way how I am and they were curious about it too. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I'm really happy to have their support. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I don't, yes. uh, I don't think you could have asked for a better you know way for them to handle that how awesome especially with a very religious yes. family yeah. like challenges but man <laughs> it is really challenge it, it still is sometimes just because you know with covid there's not a lot of places where you can go and do meetups so i was kind of struggling trying to find friends who are going through the same journey as me just to talk about it and to find guidance as mm -hmm. well and that I, I felt really low at that point, but you know, I will say I was very thankful for Facebook because they have tons of groups and well, spiritual groups, and I actually met people through that, and it really helps. You know, it's real. It's, it's 
just feels a lot better when you have someone that's going through it or has been through it to help guide you through everything. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, it's, it's been a learning experience in it as I go. Wow. That's awesome. And so what kind of stuff have you been studying along this journey of yours? Um, I realized like the first thing I was doing without even knowing that it was spiritual was palm reading. I was palm reading before I was spiritually awakened. I just, I was interested because my aunt, though she was Catholic, she ended up marrying someone who was shaman, but she was doing palm reading. So I kind of got really interested just because I saw her doing it. And then I just kind of got into a rabbit hole to study it. And I just started getting pretty good at it, you know? So that was really nice to do. And then from there, um, I got into tarot readings just because um, I think what I love the most about tarot is the journey because tarot is all about a fool's journey and we're all fools. <laughs> and and it's just others. really beautiful how the fool, you know, meets everyone throughout their journey and the lessons that they learn to achieve the life circle lifetime on earth or whatever lifetime you want to consider it as. So that was really interested, interesting to me because it related a lot to me because I started realizing, like, if I had issues, like, what card would I be? Because I'm reading these cards for other people now. What advice would I give when I read these cards? And things just started coming. I just saw things so much different, and things are more simple to me that way because hmm. it's just so relatable. Okay. So yeah, it's really interesting. On top of that, um, I just got really overly upset with listening to tarot readers um, just through YouTube mm-hmm. and learning how they read and just the style of how they read. It was just very, very interesting. And honestly, I, I didn't think I was ever going to do tarot reading. And I figured if I was going to do any kind of spiritual work, I would be doing uh, Reiki, energy healing. Okay. And, you know, I started, you know, studying on Reiki a little bit more, but I'm like, okay, well, this is a little bit harder because, you know, I really need, like, it's not something that could be self-taught technically. You really should be seeing someone to get lessons done. And I was like, okay, well, with the pandemic and everything, I want this to be a class in person that all the classes were online and I just didn't really want to deal with that. I really want a physical one-on-one time yeah. to learn something. So I'm like, okay, I don't think that's for me. <laughs> But yeah, and then I started getting to tarot and, and I really didn't think I was going to do it because there's so many cards. I was like, I don't, I'm like, how can they remember all these cards? Like each meeting and everything. I'm just like, I, I can't even beat like a six year old with plain memory. <laughs> so I, 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 I was really, I'm like, I don't think I could do it. But the more I was listening, um, the more you, you just catch on to everything. And it was crazy because, you know, the first time when you take a glance at a card, you have no idea what it is. It's just a picture. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, like, now that I know how to read it, you know, you see beyond the picture. You see through the picture. And on top of that, when I do readings, um, I would say half of the time, most of it is just intuition. Oh, okay. I was yeah, going to ask, because like, yeah. I've had a couple readings in the past, and 
one person was completely off about everything about me and the next one was pretty on point and like so it was i was just wondering like how do you how do you glean into somebody that happens to me that, i'm not gonna lie it happens to me too um for me what i've noticed is when i'm not if i'm not reading an accurate reading i mean they're not all gonna be accurate yeah and I, I have to meditate before I do it. I have to put my intentions to it. I also have to cleanse my cars just because when I'm doing so many readings, I'm reading energy. So sometimes I might not be reading for you, but I'm reading some very close to your energy. Oh. So it might be just when I, I usually tell everyone, you know, it's someone around you, it could be you or someone or this person because it's related to your energies connected to you. Oh, okay. So a lot of the times um, I have to constantly cleanse my cars and my space because um, the number one thing I've noticed when I especially woke up and I started practicing um, tarot and you know my other spiritual practices is my energy. It gets drained really quick. Um, by reading and also by socializing, I, yeah. I've never realized how draining it is because I just, I just remember this day I came home after having a weekend full of fun, hanging out with my friends, catching up with everyone. But then I woke up and it, honestly, I describe it as uh, the Great Depression hangover, <laughs> hangover. I, because I couldn't get up, I didn't want to get up. I just wanted to lay in bed. I'm like, God, why am I so like down in the dumps? And you know, I'm I'm such a happy person, very positive person. I mean, I'm lazy, but I'm not that lazy. I'm just <laughs> in bed, like it, it was just beyond the norm for me. So yeah. I started looking and studying into that, and I realized, oh my God, it's because I'm doing all this. I'm not I'm not protecting my energy. So that plays a huge, huge role. It was so hard to me to a point where I was too scared to go out. And then I didn't want to go out with socialite unless it was something that was really, you know, important, like, you know, a goodbye party or something. Right. Um, so the only way that actually helped me get out of that funk was to take what I call a spiritual bath, which is just pretty much a bubble bath with lots and lots of salt. Just put your intentions into that. And honestly, salt pretty much solves everything. <laughs> so, yeah. It, I feel so refreshed after a bath. Oh my gosh, like a brand new me. But doing that really helps me. And I now always wear specific crystals and that has helped me so much. And and I can go out now. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> pretty awesome. happy. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, it's been, um, it's been very fun. I'm not going to lie. It's, and it's been more What's more shocking is uh, when I go out and I randomly meet people, the ones that I talk to, turns out they're like spiritual as well and they have spiritual gifts as well. I'm like, oh my God, this is so weird. I'm like, I'm like, what are the odds that this is constantly happening to me now? Like the, the weird things that happen, I mean, everything happens for a reason, but it's just so nice to meet other people that know how to do other spiritual work and what I love about our community is that we trade work with each other when we need help with one another. Oh nice. That's been very interesting. So fun times. So it's like a whole little community of its own? <laughs> yes, it is. It is. And you know, the weird thing is I, I meet them when I'm not in town. Most of the time I'm probably out of town I just 
Huh. Yeah. So it's been it's been interesting. Like a lot of good things. But you know, when you're especially awakened, you get a lot of signs that are pointing you to certain things. And like I said, that's why things for me has been kind of falling into place. So, you know, that's that's another thing about um, being spiritual, you know, using the law of attraction. I don't know if you guys have heard about that. I have. The secret. Yeah. Yep. So that that's a big thing with me, always. So that's just been really interesting learning how to manifest and use the law of attraction. And to me, I use that with tarot as well, because whenever I read certain things, it's like, okay, well, you know, usually if you see a card that's, you know, upside down it's because you know there's a blockage or something like that and you just pretty much have to use the law of attraction which is so much easier said than done yeah and i think that was really hard for me to do i'm not gonna lie i still do it but it's so hard for me i do use it for other people and the weird thing is it works for other people when i do it for them but doesn't work as well when i do it for myself that's so when I do tarot, I don't read myself anymore because I realize I can't do it for myself. I can only do it for other people. I just don't, you know, because I'm only going to see what I want to see. Yeah, And true. manifesting for something for me, I'm just going to be overly obsessed with it and not know how to let go. So I just rather do it for other people yeah. <laughs> than for myself. It Have keeps you- it more pure. Yeah. Have you found someone yes. in your community maybe to do a reading for you? Yes, oh, cool. I, I do. I have, um, you know, a few friends I would do it. I have um, friends who will help me with Reiki as well. So, oh, you nice. know, with the community, I'm not going to lie, with the spiritual community, they're very kind. Um, you know, you just keep in touch with each other and you really just help each other through this journey because, you know, if you really think about it, we're actually all connected. Just for me, I was tarot as well, you know, the main reason why I even did it was because I want us to all get where we want together. Like, so if I can help you and make me, you know, I'm getting there too by helping you. We're just yeah. all helping each other. And I love that so much. That is actually a really cool concept. I love that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so what other kind of spiritual practices do you do aside from tarot? Um, I do tea leaf reading. So that's loose tea. So Pretty much, there's a special cute little cup. I need the cup. And there's little uh, pictures and little symbols around there. And you, the per, you know, whoever I'm reading for will usually drink out of it. And then we, once we're done drinking, we flip it upside down to this little plate, leave it there for a couple minutes, and then we read it. So it's, I guess you could kind of, for me, it's similar to um, tarot and palm reading but just a different way of doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're all connected. Same with dreams. Like, um, I like to interpretate dreams as well. So, when you know, whenever a family member has like a dream, you know, they'll tell me and I'll like interpretate it for them. So that's honestly, that's probably one of my favorites. I'm <laughs> not going to lie. It's through the dreams. That's pretty um, cool. And then there is, what else is there? So, oh, the pendulum. That one was really, that was really awesome. Not gonna lie. Um, it's a lot of people kind of think it's like the Ouija board, but it pretty much is just a stone, something heavy on a piece of string. Okay. You talk to it because yeah, you're talking to your spirit guides. And I'm not gonna lie, I was like, oh my god. So I was looking into it. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. 
was cool. So I'm gonna try it. And I tried it for the first couple like weeks and it wasn't working. It's because I wasn't meditating. So then when I started realizing like what I need to do before I start doing any of these spiritual practices is really to meditate and ground myself. And oh my gosh, it was crazy. I mean, I even I even scared myself. (laughs) (laughs) And it was more interesting when I, you know, because they say you can find things with it. And I I remember I lost something. I don't remember what I lost, but I needed to find whatever I needed to find. So I started asking my pendulum and it found it for me. So I was like, oh my God, this is very interesting. This is very interesting. But, you know, like I said, I prefer just not to do it myself. I have, I would try to find, if I miss something, I'll do it, but I'm not going to ask it questions for myself because I'm just going to overthink about it. So you shouldn't, you shouldn't do the whole holding it over a lottery ticket. Like which one is the one I get? Which one is the one I get? (laughs) Okay. See, I'm not going to lie. Like that's the thing for, at least for me, I know that's the number one thing I want to manifest, honestly. Right. Don't you think I'd try that? (laughs) (laughs) Number one question. Like, don't you think Honestly, um, you know, I don't I think the whole point for me is I don't want to cheat my way through I want to experience it all yes we all want to win even if I say if I win the lottery I will share this money (laughs) it's just not how at least to me it all connects it's just not how it's gonna work I really wish I knew the lottery tickets I'm not gonna lie me too Um, but I'd split it with you (laughs) um, but there are different things so there with crystals which that brings me to crystals because I looked up like very spiritual crystals and they said Moldavite was pretty much all the crystals combined in one. It was it was a crystal not from Earth and it's very expensive, but they say this crystal uh, pretty much would bring you very, very good luck and it will show you on the way to your like purpose. And so I ordered one. And the weird thing is when I got it, I got an email saying that I could be a model for to get my eyebrows done and that was like a four hundred dollar free service. Hell yeah. The moment I got it. So I'm like, holy cow, these crystals really work. <laughs> 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 so, you know, certain things and on top of that I do know other people who bought the crystals and did win the lottery hmm. so you know maybe you just need to get crystals right? <laughs> those crystals you know my mom is really in, like she's big into crystals and spirituality and stuff like that and uh, like she's into psychics and you know mediums people who can talk to the dead or whatever um, and she's always telling me about crystals or to rub some herb on my head or something <laughs> you know was she like that like throughout the time you were growing up she's always been that way and then oh my god yeah, fun. my her her dad my grandfather he died before mm-hmm. i was born um but he was a cuyondero shaman basically yes okay yeah that's what that's what he did <clears throat> that's so awesome you know um i i'm very sure that my family's shaman just because I don't know, I can't trace all the way back since they're no longer here, but I just have a very good feeling we were shaman because we're Asian and, you know, <laughs> I, you know, other, we were converted, um, during what the Vietnam war, I believe around that time. Yeah. I mean, as long as I know, my dad has always been, you know, very Catholic, but 
before that I am very sure my grandma and them were telling me how they were some I mean I've asked my parents like if other because I remember growing up with, as a little girl asking my other Asian friends and I was like oh I went to church I'm like don't you go to church I'm like no I'm like what I just thought it was weird I'm like well, we all are supposed to go to church it yeah. was really weird and then when I started hanging out and I, I started being more uh, involved with like the you know Asian kids like me, I realized they were nothing like me. They they did shaman stuff, and honestly, it scared me to death. Because, but you know, which is so weird because now look at me. I'm like, oh my god, that's such fun, awesome stuff. <laughs> like I love hearing all about. I'm like, oh wow, like I can see why, like you know, my grandparents did certain things and why my friends. Wore certain things too, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I was honestly, I feel like I totally missed out. But you know, like I said, everything happens for a reason. I wasn't meant to wake up until I did. So it's been very nice, and you know, I do wonder like how it would have been if I was raised that way. I mean, with you, Rob, how how was it being raised with your mom like that? Well, my mom's like that, but we were also Catholic too. So really? I, I did the whole Catholic thing because my grandma was a real big Catholic. I did the communion and all that. Um, but once I got older, I stopped going to church and just kind of figured out my own path. You know, don't be an asshole type of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so but my mom will give me like her little home remedies, you know, all the time. Ooh, tell me one of them. Uh, I love those. So the one that actually works and nobody and I was a medic. And the docs I worked with can't explain it, but it does work, and we don't know why. Okay, yes. So you take a potato, and you, sli- you cut some slices of potato, right? If you have a fever. Mm-hmm. You have to have a fever. Soak the a potato. Fever? A beater? No, a fever. fever. A fever. Okay, fever. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you have a fever, take a potato slice, soak it in vinegar, and then put them on the bottom of your feet under some socks. You know, like, put your socks on. Oh, okay. And it, it zaps your fever away. Don't know why. Don't know how it works. It's my mom's magic voodoo shit, but it does work. I thought he was just saying that it worked, and then he spiked a fever, and his mom was like, go get the potatoes, and we happened to have a potato and some vinegar, and I was like, well... And then sure enough, I was like, this is... What? I don't... Okay. Uh, what? <laughs> that is so interesting. I'm not gonna lie. I I believe in the vinegar because this one time, um, this I think she was a, a psychic or I don't remember what she was, but she was some kind of psychic. I think, and she did a reading for me through the phone, and um, obviously she like upscale me, be like, do you want to buy this? I can do oh, this for you. And, but she pretty much said, hey, if you leave a review for me, I would do um a cleanse and take away anything negative away from me I'm like okay sure I'll write a review because I mean her I didn't know if her reading was ever or not because I didn't know what to believe I'm like okay she's reading the future so I can't judge her yet but you know it was very interesting um but she did say a lot of things about things that I was already told before about like repeating things so I'm like okay I think she might be legit but she told me that I needed to get a glass cup um with full of water and some salt and vinegar in there but i'm like oh i only have apple cider vinegar and she's like yes you can still use that and then she told me to keep at my bedside for the night and this is the weird thing she's like i'll do i'll, I'll cleanse you 
um, at night for this negativity to go away. And I woke up spelling my own name, like, out loud. Wow. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so weird. That is so and I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie because it felt amazing. It felt so good because um, the week before, I went to get my first uh, Reiki session to, you know, cleanse my aura, to just put all my chakras back in place. And I was telling her how, you know, if I sleep on my back, I tend to get kind of like bad dreams. And she just told me, okay, you know, go cleanse yourself through the shower. Just think about this and that. And I figured she could cleanse me. But that night I went home to sleep and I had a nightmare. So I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I don't know if I believe in what she did. (laughs) So, you know, I didn't feel good after that night. But when I spoke to the lady with the salt and vinegar and water, yeah, it was legit. It was real. And I'm not going to lie, like, even now, like, now that I've learned about different elements that you can use, you know, to do these home remedies, I, I, I completely believe them. So what, I mean, I've seen it work, so. Yeah. What do you recommend for, like, anxiety attacks? Because I suffer from those big time. For me, see, I'm all about crystals for <laughs> me. Um, but anxiety you know i would probably say i would say i like to put i like salt a lot (laughs) i like to work with salt and i actually like to just kind of keep it in my area i like i sleep with a little bag i have like a spiritual bag that i put underneath my pillow to kind of help me with things that i want to work on and salt is actually an element that helps drain all that negativity, that stress and everything and calms you down. And even for me, like when I'm working, I keep a cup of salts with cinnamon sticks on there too. Um, and I don't know, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it works really well for me. On top of that, um, I will, I think my favorite, okay, my favorite, favorite, favorite way would be um, listening to uh, like high frequency music and, or Tibetan bowls, singing bowls. Okay. Singing bowls work really, really well for me because I don't know, it's just, it just hits my vibration very well and makes me feel more connected and at peace. Hmm. So I like to start my day with it, you know, the singing bowl and it just, raise my vibration it just kind of centers me hmm. but yeah my mom my mom and dad do the singing bowl thing I, oh my god see you know <laughs> your parents sound really awesome not gonna lie <laughs> they are they're <laughs> she was, was she was last week she yeah. hung up on me oh my god she was she or yeah, not what, what, not last she? week uh she's the one that's where we're talking about with moms I can't remember exactly which one, but yeah, she was. On. I think it's episode seven. She's great. But you guys, yeah, you guys would get along. I get that far then. <laughs> yeah, you guys would get along really well. Yeah, no question. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh man, I wish there was a place where you know us spiritual people kind of hang out and just do all this crazy talk and work. But yeah. you know, might come off like a cold. <laughs> <laughs> and to some people, but you know what? As long as you're happy and not hurting anyone, what does it matter? And I mean, yeah. like, there's so much positivity, so if anybody wants to hate on that, then they've got something wrong with them, and it's not your problem. Yeah. So I mean, unless they come in for a reading. Yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been doing this now? Yeah. Um, reading, I 
I'm not gonna lie, just reading to clients, I started doing that, I think, around October. Okay. But I was doing it a little bit more, and you know, I, I started with friends and family first. And from there, I was like, okay, should I really start doing it for other people? How should I do it? It was kind of, I didn't know how to brand myself or really how to get out there, but all I knew was I should be doing it because it does make me feel really good. It does raise my vibration, and then I also feel very. I just feel closer to the higher power and I feel more grounded, which that's important for me just because I'm a fire sign. I don't know how to get grounded at mm. all. Trust me, it's a, it's hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it was, um, it was good, I guess. I mean, overall from just my experience and when people starting to encourage me to do it that's when i'm like okay i guess i should just maybe start doing it but i was nervous because i'm like do am i very confident i'm still learning and you know and then top of that i wanted to learn a different i just really want to study different ways yeah. how to read it because everyone has such a unique way and i just wanted to find a way that i could combine all that along with my own version yeah, yeah. you gotta find so, guys way Exactly. Yeah. And I, I mean, because I see so many good readers on YouTube and I was like, wow, they're amazing. Like, you know, I should really go buy personal reading from them <laughs> or something. But I'm like, oh, God, I, you know, but I guess I'm, you know, I'm good enough for people to come in. On top of that, I like to do it for fun. I mean, you know, hit me up, you guys, if you're listening at, you know, Facebook read, Tarot Reading with Bye. I do free reading, <laughs> mini free reading. Pretty much it's just six cards that I pull out and I do a mini reading. And I just love doing them because, not gonna lie, sometimes it gets so juicy. Oh. Um, that they get so juicy. Sometimes I want to go make popcorn really quick and like eat it and be like, oh my god, what cards come out next? Oh, that's awesome. It, it gets very interesting. I'm like, oh my god. And I, I'm screaming out loud. I'm like, no way. Oh my god. Like, yes, yeah, it gets really, really fun. Sometimes I wish the clients were there, but you know, with COVID all, and you know, just because we're all so lazy, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fun to just record it and they can just hear my tone because, especially when I'm doing it live and I have no idea what's gonna come out to you, it gets really fun. But I'm not gonna lie, I, there are times when I get so confused with readings, and hmm. that's the thing with tarot. Um, tarot. Even if I ask a specific question, sometimes they give me random stuff, huh. and I, I'll get like um, I'll get like a random download, and I'm like, okay, I know this is off topic, but I think I'm supposed to tell you this, and I mean it makes sense, but otherwise it, it just gets very um, like the plot of the story is very random. Nice. <laughs> so sometimes I'll get what we're trying to ask for, but then they'll. The spirit guys would kind of be like, talk about this. Huh. We talk about this right now. So, yeah, it's interesting. You just never know. I never know what I'm going to get, honestly. Huh. And when you say spirit guides, like, what do you mean by that? We all have <clears throat> spirit guides, a.k.a. angels, pretty much. Uh they're there to guide us throughout our whole entire time on earth um sometimes they're only assigned to us for a certain time and then there are main spirit guides 
um, depending on what you're in need of or what you're going through. But there's always going to be one main spirit guide that's going to help you. So for me, like if I'm reading, I could be getting, like if I'm reading you, it could be your spirit guides push me to like do something or say something. Um, but they, they give me, you see the signs if you start opening up your eyes and ears a lot. I don't know how to explain it. Um, uh, besides the fact that you really have to be open-minded about yeah. it. it. It starts kind of getting crazy because <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. I didn't really know much about spirit guides until this one time I went to see this lady who um, she was reading my aura. And I went to her because I felt something was really off about me. And I told her how when I'd been going to sleep, I felt like something had been watching me sleep. And I'd been hearing like this static while I'm working like randomly, where it's like wow. a static to like a radio, like country channel, kind of like hearing a <laughs> little glitch of it and everything. And she told me, she's like, oh, well, you have seven spirit guys. And I was like, oh, that's a lot. I'm like, okay maybe believable. I mean, it comes from a pretty big family. So I'm guessing half of them are probably, you know, my ancestors or something. And then she's like, oh, and the person who's watching you at night is a little boy. He wants to play with you. And I was like, hmm, that's awesome. I've been sleeping alone. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrifying. But, I mean, it, it was, I mean, she just told me to just tell it nicely that, you know, you, you don't want to play and then you're an adult and I'll leave you alone. I did. I, was, I got home and I told it. I mean, these, first of all, I was like, how did these spare guys even fit in my car to come here? Because I see them. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it, it went away after that session. After I, like, I said that I don't want to play. Wow. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So, yeah, it was very interesting. That is interesting. But, you know, it is. I just, you know, I, I guess you you know, I guess I believe, I mean, yes, ghosts, is. yes, they exist to a certain extent. But that's one thing about my spiritual path, too. I think I was in denial about death because I didn't really understand what truly happened. Um, when my, one of my um, really good friends passed away, Sorry to hear I that. just kind of always thought, like, when they, he passed away unexpectedly, so it was a big change. I mean, my grandma passed away, but I was able to say goodbye. That was okay for me. But when someone passes away unexpectedly, that kind of changed the way how I looked at yeah. how does death really work? What really does happen? Right. And I was so scared to investigate into it for the longest time, for the longest time until I was spiritually awakened. And from what I've learned and what I've been seeing, at least the pattern that I'm seeing from different people and just hearing it in reality versus, you know, you know, books or YouTube and everyone, it, it's a very similar process of we're not technically dead. We are, our soul is still alive. Our energy will always live on. So it's just our physical self that leaves the body. And then we go through this journey to try to cross over. And you kind of go through this review of your life and review everything. Like, 
all the suffering, all the happiness, everything. And that review process is a very long time. So when people ask me if I'll read about a loved one that passed away, I will always ask them like when they pass away because if they just recently passed away, they're not there yet. But they're not where I can try to call them in to get a reading. It's pretty much like moving into a new apartment trying to get settled in. They're not settled in yet. There's probably still in this dramatic, you know, journey of I'm dead. I'm still going through this review. I'm still learning about myself before I can really truly accept myself in this organic form, in our organic form. Mm-hmm. So that's that was really um, very interesting. I'm not gonna lie. I think it's which is really funny because that was the scariest thing that I wanted to learn but now it's like the most interesting thing that i enjoy learning that's awesome yeah yes. it is really so. interesting <laughs> yeah i love researching those it is because, topics you know who's not scared of death like the thought of it like once you start thinking about it, it's like oh my god it's so scary and it's like we shouldn't be so scared about it we kind of you know being here as humans it's normal to be scared about it but this isn't really who we are. I don't think it's, it's who we are. It's just our physical self, but we're more than just physical. There's so much more beyond this. From, you know, like I, um, like the book I read, I don't remember what book it was. He said, being a human Earth is like, Earth is like the national park of all galaxies you know, and everything out there. And a lot of people, this is one place that you want to go to to visit, and that's all it is. It's just kind of like going to the park. But hmm. for us, it's like, you know, it's like beyond that. But yeah. it's actually very little if you look at it at a bigger point of view. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Such a cool way to like look at it, you yeah. know? And it makes you, you know, look at what you're doing now in a very different way when you start thinking like that yes and i love it because yes it's true all we are is just a tiny little dot and all we are is just visiting and this is all just an experience yeah and that's i've read that that same uh mentality in different religions across the world so there's got to be something to it if everyone's saying the same things just in different ways you know i completely agree Hmm. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. It is. Um, you know, but what I do is just pretty much the light work. So it's just, you know, the good stuff. At least I consider it good. But, you know, with everything, you know, if there's good, there's bad. And right. I am too scared to learn about the bad. Um, I hear stories about it. And, you know, that's a practice that I don't want to do just because... I do truly believe. I'm pretty sure you know, Rob, since your you know, grandpa was a shaman, with working with all that, that you need tools and you really need someone to guide you through to work with something at that kind of level. It's just very, uh, you really, like I said, you have to protect your energy. Yeah. You have to protect yourself. If you don't have the right tools or, you know, know about a period, it's, yeah, it's not good. Oh, yeah. I guess you'd have to find that right amount of balance and not test it too far because you do um but the weird thing is from what i know i don't know if this is similar with your um with how your grandpa with your shamans are because i know with asian shamans uh they're usually chosen 
mm. as a they will their spirit guides will probably come to their dreams first and then they're just kind of like in denial and then sometimes they'll start seeing them or they will start having some kind of um, health issue until they finally start practicing so they're forced to kind of do it and once they're forced to do it they'll find a pretty much a master who will guide them through rituals of how to do all that to do all that dark stuff mm. and i know people who have tried to push it off and they don't want to do it and they're just pretty much physical pain because they want to do it but once they start doing it it's like all gone huh that's so that's very interesting. So you're saying my headaches and migraines may be just a spiritual blockage and I need to explore some spirituality. I think that's how it is with every kind of blockage, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> not if you eat cheese. <laughs> <laughs> not if you eat but, cheese. I love you. Um, I, I only say that because I, you know, I watch, yes, I watch a documentary. Yes, I totally believe everything. You know, you show me something, tell me it's going to work. I probably call and be like, yes, I want to buy this because you said it would work. <laughs> but no, um, you know, I do believe that our blockages is all because we're blocking something that we don't want to face and most of the time we call that shadow work so there's something that we're not willing to face so we need to you know face it go through it learn from it, because there's a lesson learned that we need to go through and the more you block it it can cause all that that's why people have at least that's what i think people have the issues that they do that's why like when i went through when i was spiritually waking up i was going through this very great depression where i just felt like i i was having very dark thoughts and this is just not like me i i was so concerned that i reached out to my friend and i was like i think something is wrong with me and i know that the normal stuff to do this is i should probably go see a therapist and they should like test me on something but i was like i don't want to be put on meds you know i don't want someone to call me crazy yes i think i am going crazy i think <laughs> i am crazy but no let me do it a natural organic way so i started meditating more i started to study meditation more and the more i did that the more those thoughts like faded away and honestly i'm not gonna lie like it faded away so fast and i just realized like okay like this is the thing like i realized a lot of people for me what i see is a lot of people who struggle with mental health issues they're probably not willing to put up with certain things or admit to certain things about themselves and that's why they'd rather take medication to kind of just you know let it go for a little bit and, you know take the easy way out but that's the thing. That's why people get stuck in the dark night of soul because they keep they keep themselves stuck. They're not willing to work through the darkness hmm. and with the darkness. And honestly, I mean, I think we're all powerful enough to do it. And it's, it's, I'm not gonna lie, it's like ripping off a band-aid. It's gonna be painful. It's gonna it's, it's gonna be hard, but it is so worth it. And yeah. Honestly, I, it, for me, I was like, oh my god, I bet you if this is how amazing, like for me, it felt like heaven. But I'm like, if this is how good it is, imagine how beautiful it is after and out of this physical body. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be really awesome. This is going to be really fun. So yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I love this journey. It's been so fun. It's been so interesting. And I've never wanted to learn so much 
all the time. Like I, I constantly want to continue learning, and there's always so much to learn. Awesome. I'm so glad you like gave yourself that opportunity, even though it was scary for you. Like you gave yourself the opportunity to explore and learn something that was out of your comfort zone, and now you just love it, and it makes you feel like you, and that's amazing. Me too. Yes, I do. I, I'm very, very glad. And it's,、uh, you know, even with reading for other people, it's been really beautiful. And, and it's just so beautiful to know that you know I'm helping them as well. And that was my main focus. Like with me, when I was getting tarot read to me, it felt me. It made me feel more confident. It made me feel I was on the right path. It made me consider certain decisions a different way, or just look at things a different way. Like it. So much insight to me, and that's what I really wanted to do with tarot reading to other people too. So it's been a really beautiful journey, and I, I'm just so excited to continue it. And I'm just so excited for people to continue asking their questions and having you guys bring me in the show.、Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. All this stuff is really interesting. I feel like I'm learning a lot. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. You know, this is really cool topics because you know there's a lot of people that get really uncomfortable with these kinds of topics and they just want to run away, close the door. But like, it's so much more interesting to hear what what people have to say about it. Like you're going through it and experiencing it, and like that can encourage other people that might be having their dark night. You know, you could be helping somebody、yes. and you don't even know.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, like I said, I, I really do sound crazy. Because、um, I would say, if someone told me what I just told all of you know, like, <laughs> years ago, I would have been like, I would have been really nice. Like, oh, that's so interesting. But I'm like, oh my god. Okay, this is really <laughs> But you know, if she's happy, it's okay. Just let her be that way. So- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, like, like I was saying, you know, I've been around. Spirituality for a long time. Me too. And so, I think it's cool. Yeah. I think、oh、it's. God, let me ask you guys questions then. Go for it. Have you? Well, have you guys experienced anything scary?、Mm. Or just like goosebumps, like chilling, like shocking, like oh my god, ah, for it, like whoa.、Mm. Um, we met Katie. That was shocking and scary. No. We actually we were just going out for lunch and hanging out, and then we hung out the rest of the entire day. But like, for me, while we were sitting there at lunch,、mm-hmm. like, there was just this moment. I don't know what happened where everything was like, you're in love. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like something just kept poking in my head, and I, I guess maybe that that could have been a spirit guide saying this is, this is、oh, the、what? one, because I followed that、oh. advice and I listened to it, and I am happier than I ever thought I could be. So sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not a scary one. No. Um. Oh, I was trapped in an attic once. The door wasn't <gasps> locked, but we couldn't get out of the attic.、Um, we almost used like this cable off of the side of their house because something told us it was a good idea, and it would have killed us.、Um, yeah, so that was interesting. How did you get out then? We so our friend, my friend's dad left. He was the only adult in the house, and then we got locked in the attic. There was no lock, like no functioning lock. But we couldn't get out. We were kicking, pushing the door, nothing. The second he got home, 
it unlocked. But like we heard the front door handle and the, the key Jiggle. to get in, it was jiggling. Boom, unlocked. So how long were you stuck up there for? About 30, 45 minutes. Three kids screaming, you... running around in an attic. Nobody would come to help us. Like we even saw a stranger on the side of the road. We were like, help us, we're, we're trapped in this attic. Please come and get us. And they looked at us. sounds like a true waved. crime story. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it is a little crazy, huh? But yeah, like I was waving, we're waving these people down and they just didn't care. <laughs> they just kept walking. It's like, like okay. mind my business. <laughs> Sorry, there's three children help, like screaming for help, but whatever. <laughs> you oh do you, God. bro. Yeah, I've never had anything like that. Oh, wow. Well, at least you know how to listen to your intuition. Yeah. At least, uh, you know, with Rob. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I figured, I had to start figuring that one out. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest part was to learn or to know how to listen to my intuition because I did not know it all because I've made so many horrible decisions <laughs> so you know it, now it's so much easier for me I just know it now yeah. to a extent. Well, that's good yeah Rob you don't have any scary stories not oh. even from your mom I'm pretty sure she's told you something <laughs> She tells me a lot of stuff. I don't know. And like, like my grandpa, he died when my mom was real little. And so she didn't get to learn, you know, she learned like little bits and pieces, but that was it. And so the art was lost when he, when he died. See, that's what I am kind of sad about. And I, I wish I knew more about, you know, my history. Yeah. And I tried, you know how you can do like ancestries, like DNA and everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe that can help me with something. I'm like, no, that's not going to ha- help me at all. Uh-huh. Or at least I did some research with it. I'm like, no, it's not going to help me. But I was really bummed about that because hmm. I, I feel like I, I really, I feel like I need to connect with it. Yeah. I mean, you could always like take a trip and go try to find someone. Yeah. See if you've got some family. I, you know what? Do your own little I journey. Like, I mean, that seems I cool. I probably do, but I don't think any of them are. Um, I don't know. I just don't think they're more. I don't think they're like spiritual, as in would know what you know. I guess being shaman, I just don't think they have passed over everything to them. Hmm. I think they just kind of, you know, lived how whatever's like, okay, they didn't really care about it. Oh. And I know my grandma's, both my grandmas, because that's like the farthest I can go. It's just my grandma. Oh. And they, they both were Catholic, even though they both were somewhat also a little bit spiritual, because growing up, I realized the stuff that they were doing were also spiritual stuff as well. So I'm like, okay, well, that's as far as I can go. Like, no one else really knows. Everyone just is kind of gone. All my aunts and uncles were raised with these two. So I'm like, okay, this is all I really know. I don't know. I don't think I have any great anything. Hmm. I know of. Maybe your spirit guides <laughs> just aren't, yeah, aren't quite ready for you to, to see that part of everything yet. They want you to go through a little bit more journey before you get that, that positive or that negative answer, you know, the... They want you to have your journey instead of relying on 
your family for it. Yes, yes. That's very true. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I even try doing like a tarot reading about it too. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to do a quick tarot reading? Like, is that cool? Since you said you like like you have so much fun with it. What was that? I do. I would just yeah, I could do like a mini one. Yeah, yeah. Just do a short one. What would you guys like? Just a little past, future and advice? Sure. Whatever. We're good. We're we're just excited that this is happening. <laughs> okay. Let me see here. So I'll use the traditional deck of tarot. Is there a difference between them? There is. So, traditional tarot, uh, it has like 80, I'm sorry, 78 cards. Um, and then there is also just other deck of cards where pretty much it's just, it's very simple. They're called oracle cards, and I will just show you pretty much one word. So it could be like star or money or something like that. So those kind of got created years after the traditional tarot. I think the traditional tarot was like created back in the 1800s. Hmm. That's okay. Well, I'm just going to do both your energies. Okay. Sounds I mean, good. you guys do live together, right? Yeah. yeah. We do everything together, so. Okay. Okay. She's going to say, I'm going to be rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when cards fall out of the deck, it just means that you are meant to see them. And we have our card that fell out of the deck. I'm just going to do whatever falls out. Yeah. <laughs> so what you have that fall that fell out is two of cups. Two of cups is a really beautiful card. It's pretty much you two. It's pretty much... <laughs> A couple. You breathe me in, I breathe you in. Aww. That kind of love. Partnership. And cups are all about emotion. I love that. And then we also have five of wands that fell out. So five, the number five itself, it means a change, some kind of conflict. Um, let's keep going. Ooh. One more. Juicy. That would be me right Ooh. now. Now, okay, I'm just telling you that the, these are all falling and flipping out. Now we have the star. The star is a major arcana. The major arcana cards are cards that are from the divine, from a higher power. So I like to describe these cards as cards that regardless of what you do, it's going to happen. You could try to change as much as you want. It's going to happen. Okay. But the star is a beautiful card, and the star is a wish fulfillment. There's some kind of, okay, something about a partnership going through some kind of conflict or change about what they want, some kind of wish fulfillment. Underneath the deck is usually the conflict, I'm sorry, underneath the deck is usually the challenge or what you don't see coming, and that is Seven of Cups, and that is options, fantasies. I think it's for you guys. I think it's options. I think you guys are trying to choose which cup you guys want to do. Like, what is the decision that we need to make to get this wish fulfillment? Hmm. 
it makes a lot of sense. Now let's clarify it with the Lewarman Oracle deck. This is so cool. It is. And interesting. Yeah, I'm loving this. Oh, yeah, me too. Try to do this again. Absolutely. Get you a singing bowl and a pendulum. Do it. Four cards that came out of the deck. Once again, two, two, you have two cups, two clovers, and two is all about partnership, but clover is about luck or spring. And this change about, this change is one, the writer, something new. There's some kind of change that is, there's something kind of new that you guys are going through. So this conflict is something completely new. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then once again, it's, Maybe in regards to family? I mean... Or some kind of growth with family? Or growing something that you really want to continue? Like... Like a legacy, kind of. <laughs> and, and on top of that, you want it to be secure and you're wishing you that's what you want that's the outcome that you want you want stability and security to be solid and secure challenge or where you don't see coming is a lady so maybe it's a female energy that might be the one that I don't know making the decisions like maybe it's on this person or about this person But there's action that you guys need to take, for sure. I mean, from what I'm, that's what I mean. Should I, do you guys should I ask for advice? Go ahead. Let's see here. Let me ask advice for different doctors. I mean, is it is it is it even related? I mean, yeah. I don't want to do advice if this is actually. That's making sense. Like... Okay. Advice. Advice for this situation, please. Yeah, definitely hitting some some nails on the head. And for everybody listening, like, we don't talk with Bai all the time. So (laughs) it's not like, you know, Bai knows all about our life and we know all about hers. You know, we just, we're friends, but, like, we don't know all about each other's dramas. So. So we had one that flew out, like... (laughs) <laughs> helicopter. Oh god. <laughs> and it's the page of swords. Page of swords is usually about um researching. So I'm guessing they're telling you to research, to study more. Study about is this what you truly want, like passionate wise. Because it's a, it, it is a very important decision because it's going to be long term. Hmm. One more. Okay. One more card. Okay, you got way more than one. <laughs> you got three. Jesus. Okay, so then you have Knight of Swords. So, Knight, I'm sorry, Nine of Swords. Um, they're telling you don't overthink it. Like don't overthink it, but sleep on it. Okay. Ooh, 
Listen, okay, whoever is more the father figure role, Me. that is probably the one that would probably make a very that, to go to someone who is more like a father role to guide you with this decision. And listen to your intuition. Whoever, okay, Rob, I know you're a dad. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's you or someone. If you guys have a father role. This person will know what to do because his intuition will be on point with the decision. Oh yes, very good because it's gonna bring it's gonna bring a, it, it will close out a cycle to start something new. But it's a good. It, I'm not going. Every ending is a little painful, but it's it's kind of like you're gonna finally the worst will be over after you do it. Okay. Unless, yeah, I guess that's all you really say. Hmm. Wow, there was a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was uh, a lot yeah, to unpack. Yeah, I feel like, I'm not going to lie, I think, I think all these cards fell out. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, I don't know, do you guys want to tell your listeners what's going on now? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently our spirit guides were like shouting and we were just like, what's up? <laughs> hey guys, bye. That's a lot to unpack, yeah. That's a lot. I'll be, I'm, I'll be I'm thinking like about that. this stuff for the next few days. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but I, mean, I always, I always, I'm always like, sometimes I'll be talking to the pendulum and I'll play with my pendulum, like, I'll joke around with them and be like, are you guys funny? Can I mess around, joke with you guys? I want to have some fun, but yeah, yeah of course. So that's just a little mini reading. That was really fun. Hopefully that resonates. Hopefully you just enjoy that reading. Oh yeah, that, that was, was so awesome. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for being here. Uh, let everybody know where to find you again. Yes, Facebook Tarot Reading Web Buy, and that is spelled B like bubble, A like apple, I like ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so bubbly don't forget I, I yes why do you think I say that <laughs> <laughs> I love it alright but yeah thank you so much we'll have to do this again I actually love this and when we unpack what you said we'll uh, message you and let you know give you some feedback please do yeah, yeah. maybe come back for another reading if yeah definitely yes individually maybe <laughs> yeah that'd be interesting <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely be interesting. Well, keep up the good work. 